I just wasn't well at all yesterday. I was really badly sick, uh, and I slept for like six hours. <laughs> so yeah, no, not the not the best day to do a podcast. <laughs> Sorry about that, by the that's, way. That's fair. I wouldn't I wouldn't have done it either, to be fair, um, as I didn't last week. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's not it's not fun. It's not fun yeah. twenty four hours when you're when you're that ill. So. Oh god, it was awful, mate. It was so bad. It does. Are, you, are so you okay? Yeah, we're good, mate. I'm yeah. all good. Yeah. How are you, Tobias? I'm fucking indestructible, you. Take <laughs> <laughs> oh, me down, uh, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's our intro bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm indestructible. Um, We're sorry to regret that um, Toby has now passed away and will not be featuring <laughs> in the rest of the. <laughs> I like how we're not even affected by it. We're still carrying on, but who cares? Yeah, yeah. He's gone. It's, yeah, it's Ian, what he would have wanted. Ian, we still have a podcast today, so. I... <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Phantom Zone, your one-stop shop for all things nerdy. My name is Chris Buick and I'm glad to be A, back this week and... He's back, thank I'm God! Back. He returns <laughs> to us now. Uh, thanks for having me back, guys. Oh, thought, you have I, no idea how happy I am you're back. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I am joined, of course, by Ian and Toby. How are you both? Good. Well... Good. good you're here because yep. me hosting is a disaster i missed you guys last week it was it sounded like good fun <laughs> <laughs> organized chaos ian has, ian has come down from the rafters after <laughs> yeah i'm good thanks man i'm good 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 well last week obviously you guys brilliantly handled the art 2023 films we're going to look forward to as part of uk film review and things we're going to look forward to in the year um year ahead but we've taking this week to look back at 2022 and the kind of films that we <laughs> that we enjoyed films we didn't enjoy so much things that maybe we wish we had seen and hadn't um so yeah really get into 2022 and go through and kind of get our thoughts on how good a year that was for film um for us um but before all that uh simone is not is unfortunately not with us this week so in her Unfortunate absence. Ian, I'm going to have it over to you for the jingle for. Oh, yeah. I, I every time forget that this is a thing. Yeah, uh, it's nerd news. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Simone, yeah. come back, please, because that was <laughs> I don't want you. Nerd news. There you go. There, there we go. Yeah, that's better. That's my... Give that we'll, spirit, Ian. We'll take that. We'll take that one. Um, so, we do have a few bits of nerd news, obviously, this week, uh, as we always do. A um, couple of heavier bits of nerve news we're gonna go with first um mm. and move on to some lighter stuff towards the end but things i think we we've agreed we probably want to talk about given how they yeah. affect things we like and you know things we talk about generally on a day-to-day basis the first one being um the news that justin roiland the co-creator of rick and morty as well as the voice of both rick and morty is currently facing domestic violence charges after an incident with an unnamed girlfriend in 2020 um currently pleaded not guilty and obviously this is all based on current charges obviously trial pending we can go into the actual charges themselves however i guess what we kind of want to look at is how this kind of what this means for rick and morty is a series obviously very popular series obviously series we're all fans of and these creators but obviously this is behavior that obviously we all agree is completely unacceptable if true and what this means for the show going 
going forward. I think given, and also the allegations or not so much allegations, everything that happened around Dan Harmon as well. Yeah. Yeah. This is a lot. This is pairing there. Yeah. It's not good, Chris. It's not, it's not great. Let's be honest, is it? And and it's an, it's an unfortunate situation. That I think fans of anything find themselves in, I, I guess, increasingly more and more nowadays when things come out about people that you've put on a pedestal as a creator or have created things that we've loved um, growing up and then turn out that they're, you know, ourselves completely. Yeah, I was going to say shit pieces of shit, basically. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, what, and what, that, what, yeah. That mean, what that means for that community going forward who have loved this thing for so long and suddenly found themselves in this kind of limbo. Obviously, mm. talk about Rick and Morty, you've got uh, Josh Whedon in the Buffyverse and you've got uh, J.K. Rowling in the Harry Potterverse and like all that kind of stuff kind of just... I think- yeah, I mean, it's interesting you mentioned J.K. Rowling. Like, obviously, for people who like Harry Potter, big deal. We go. This is a big subject, actually. But with with Justin Roiland, I think what's crazy with with him is just he's been so public with his, and he's been so instrumental in so many other programs. I mean, we were all just discussing shortly. Um, Koala Man. Koala he's Man. In that. Bloody um, love Koala Man. My first interaction, well, not interaction with Justin Roiland, but my first um, exposure to Justin Roiland was uh, Adventure Time, which is a kid's show. Mm-hmm. And he was Lemon yeah. Grab. Oh, my God, yeah. 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 Oh. You know, and then from that into Rick and Morty, which is yeah. where I sort of realized who he was, what he was mm-hmm. involved with. And then he's got the, the additional credit of having been worked with Dan Harmon, who mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of from Community. Yep, love Community. Um. And you know they're starting the filming of Community, the movie this yeah. year. So it's yeah. it, it's six seasons of the movie. Yeah, and whether or not this is true or not, I think the the, the problem is it's it's out there now, and it, it always sort of hovers or sticks yeah. with you like a bad smell. It so does. whether or not it's true or not, that's not necessarily for us to decide. But I think the the problem is that it's out there now. Yes, and it could potentially taint whatever comes next, and it's certainly. You know, it it puts a dampener on the things that he's done in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the thing. I completely agree. In the theater of public opinion, it's there. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm 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 obviously it's so difficult because we do live in a society where it's we live in a society, but we live in a society (laughs) where it's innocent until proven guilty. But in a lot of these cases, we do have to admit the fact that you know, in a lot of domestic violence cases and a lot of, like, uh, just general abuse towards women, prosecutions don't happen very often. For ex- yeah, there's a lot of factors that come to that. And we have, you also have to think about that. So I agree with Toby. It's not really for us to decide on this podcast whether he's innocent or not. We'll wait for that to, to come through. But, you know, the, the fact is that I'm inclined to be like this... There isn't smoke without fire, I guess, in that old that old saying. And I, I really don't want to be like, oh, yeah, no, well, he's... Uh, we live in a very difficult time with this stuff as well. Yeah. And the second you say that you think somebody's probably guilty, you are essentially becoming a part of, like, people taking sides. And it's a very difficult one to navigate. The mm-hmm. fact is, if this does turn out to be true, f- fucking terrible. Like, really bad. 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. It's certainly going to derail whatever trajectory yeah. Rick and Morty was going to go. I cause... really don't know. And that's what we, I think, more to focus on because if oh, I don't want to pass judgment yet because I want to see what the case happens. 
and I don't want to get in the mix of that. If it is true, awful. I want to believe her because of what you know we were just talking mm-hmm. about. Um, but what it means for that community and for Rick and Morty, uh, it's it's not great because obviously the stuff with Dan Harmon, as we talked about before, um, you know that's that's still there and Rick and Morty has continued and we are getting the new community film. So I guess people can move forward with these things. And I, d- I am a believer that people can change. You know, I think, you know, we people can change if they can admit their wrongs and, and go back and actually look at changing themselves. But I think for Rick and Morty, it does massively derail the big plans they've had. Yeah, it's a slippery slope to try and ice skate back up. You know, it's oh yeah, definitely. And, and and I'm not saying nobody should. I don't think we should live in that culture where it's, you know, if you do something wrong, you're you're just infinitely bad. You know, you look at somebody like uh, what's his name? He did Master of None, and he was in um, uh, Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Now these are very different things, so I do not want to like compare them as the same because that's also like pulling down what this woman's gone through. Um, but he was involved in a sexual misconduct. He very much owned up to what he did. Um, it wasn't of the same level, but it definitely didn't read well. And it definitely was somebody who came across aggressively in that situation. But he has, I'm not saying, oh, he's come back and everything's fine. But I think the big difference is that he really owned up to what he did and looked in the mirror and did some a lot of self-reflection. Um, I think that's something that Justin Rowland would have to do. Yeah, for, for anything to happen, and he he can even look at his co-creator Dan Harmon for that, who obviously apologised for his behaviour, which was subsequently accepted by the victim of his behaviour, mm. and and classed as a sincere apology. Uh, you're right. The que- there is a there is a question as to can someone come back from that? How can people really change? And we all like to think people can change. However. In terms of what this means for projects that they're tied to, I think that's yeah. where the fans get let down. Because you could argue that when something's created and it becomes part of a fan base, it then belongs to those people. However, as we've seen with Harry Potter, Buffy, anything that's kind of has a fandom that is then clouded by something like this, it's really hard for that fandom to justify still having that, if that yeah. makes sense, which yeah. is the kind of thing that not just Rick and Morty, but anything that um, Justin Roiland is now attached to becomes mm-hmm. an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you're right. It's 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 for the courts to decide what actually has happened, and that. But it's not the court of public opinion is a very strong thing, as we've seen. Yeah, yeah definitely. Time. I think that there's a big question which me and Simone have discussed quite a lot, and I think maybe maybe in another podcast we can discuss this in a sincere way. I don't mean this is like a, a plug for another podcast, but mm-hmm. can you? can you watch art with not thinking about the artist can you detach from it yeah that's a, yeah. that's a debate you know yeah. and I've, it's a I've... it's a really good debate you mm-hmm. know it's i don't think there's an answer me and simone have talked the one that keeps coming up for us and is one that we've gone back and forth on is um the usual suspects with kevin spacey yeah kevin spacey and brian singer both very yeah, course, very yeah. problematic people um you know kevin spacey obviously you know he's he's getting trialed for crimes brian singer has has a lot of accusations the film itself is about people being able to get away from a crime by faking who they are it's there's a lot of parts to that film simone and i respect her opinion feels that she can watch that detaching from who they are i struggle now i'm not gonna lie with the subject matter of it 
Mm. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. Especially when the context is so close to the reality. Yeah. I guess know? Rick and Morty isn't going to be exactly like that, or is, is it? You know, Or at least I hope they wouldn't out of professionalism do an episode yeah. about domestic violence you know that would be crazy um but like it is difficult and it is a big question i don't know if there is an answer really yeah like you say a discussion maybe we can delve into yeah. another time mm-hmm. um, because it is i do think it's it's a good discussion to have um just in terms of having that discourse yeah. on the table nice upbeat podcast about that yeah. yeah um <laughs> moving on to more positive news yeah um <laughs> really so, rains it pours doesn't it th- so this <laughs> this is less of a gray area because obviously we have a verdict and you know an outcome to this trial is that the u.s actor israel Miller may have um pleaded guilty to uh, a charge of unlawful trespassing mm. at a neighbor's house yeah. uh, which was part of a plea deal in order to avoid prison time uh, the charges of burglary have been dropped subsequently uh, and he's now uh, um, they're now on probation with fines and you know community service etc um, so this has a more concrete outcome and obviously um, the everything that's been going on it's been going ongoing for a while now we obviously have a verdict um, I guess Similar question, what does this mean for DC, the Flash movie in particular going forward? And again, is it something that fans who've been excited for this kind of film or any DC kind of outing, can they realistically go and enjoy this film knowing full well the controversy behind it? I think with with Flash, it's... I feel like the momentum, which is kind of ironic considering we're talking about the Flash, has really gone (laughs) out of this movie... You know, for, for me in particular, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but my my interest in this, it's been mired by not just the controversy about Ezra Miller and his, their involvement, but just the the production woes, the reshoots, the delays. Yeah. You know, I think we're we're at a stage where I think I said it before, we're, we're at a miracle almost that it's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think Warner Warner Brothers have got a lot of eggs in the basket just on the basis of it releasing yeah i I wonder if they've invested too much now to back out unlike because obviously we had the batgirl cancellation which was Mm. pretty much done so you'd think well you might as well so we and we said then that it must have been really bad for them just to say no completely however i think they're too far gone with this now i think they're too far gone but there's also the potential that this might be we're all reading into it but this is potentially what we feel is the platform to base or to be their springboard into this new dcu that they're yeah. working on with james yeah, yeah possibly. i think maybe there's too much at stake for this not to come out um mm. and then you know once this has come out they can then distance themselves from ezra miller and all the the difficulties that have been going on with him this recent outcome um and the conviction and you know maybe they can just be like well okay it's out now we can wash our hands of it yeah we can look on to greener pastures so to speak i mean it was something you said last time was it last time or was it yeah it was in the last podcast where we talked what films we were looking forward to where you were like i'm just writing off all of those dc films mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. i mean i'm very wise so i mean that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something i would say it does sound nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no i i think that's probably is wise because it, it does feel like they're all getting written off but Oh, it's just another... I'd like I'd like to enjoy them. I'd like them to be good. I really but. do. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, and that is but. the main getaway from this. We might sit here and we might say DC films that we've seen are 
crap and you know i mean i'm i prefer we want we marvel so i want 100 we we want to see good films we don't want to sit here and say this was crap we didn't enjoy it we want these films to be good especially dc and i 100 i want them to fail yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i i agree i prefer dc comics over marvel comics and i want to see these dc films do well but they're, they're just not. not. So <laughs> they're just bad. They're just real bad. And I, I think... and I agree as well. This year seems to be a bit of a write-off to me. Yeah, we've 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 Ezra Miller. I'm more interested in the the pipeline release. Yeah, me too. Going to be doing Big with time. James Gunn. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's interested me more. I think with Ezra Miller, the, all I take away from this is that they're a deeply troubled person who has a lot of stuff on their plate. That I'm like, you know, you should definitely get real help for this stuff um i guess similar to justin roland both in the same way if justin roland turns out to be true this one obviously is true they both need help mm-hmm. um uh, how it works for dc i'm just like I, I totally agree it's like it feels like they're just really like this has to come out and it's weird because it seems like they're happy to just slash and burn anything else but this is the one that needs to and i just am like they're pinning it I mean, do we think they're going to get rid of Ezra Miller in this film? Yeah, I'd agree. I'd think so. Uh, yeah. Is that why they're releasing it? I think that's part of the reason for the reshoots Possibly, as well. Yeah. They Maybe probably... they're releasing it being like Ezra Miller, his character of The Flash will no longer... Because it's Flashpoint, right? That is what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, and this is obviously just pure speculation on my part. I think a, a discussion has happened behind closed doors where all parties have agreed that we'll change things so that it's there's an out for everyone and go separate ways and then redo it our part of that is james gunn coming into yeah our main listener who has listened to this probably from the start hi by the way but um (laughs) it's me it's me (laughs) um that people will know that i've said for a long time and i've said this before this podcast i said this to you toby when we worked together i've said this for so many people that the way dc should really refix their universe is doing flashpoint if in hindsight i knew it was going to be like this that this was going to be the way it was going to come out with reshoots rewrites multiple directors an actor who's deeply troubled i would be like just scrap it let's just start again mm-hmm. let's just complete we don't need flashpoint to refix this universe let's Let's just start afresh. You got yeah, James Gunn now. Let's let's do that. I think people are smart enough to understand if, if you say this is a reboot, then they'll yeah. they'll know. Even yeah. if there's some yeah. common denominators, you know, if they bring in because I've heard that um, uh, Zachary Levi, yep, he, he's yeah. supposedly now more or less in, you know, because his best oh. pals were Saffron. So cool. yeah, he's he looks like he's on the the way to stay. Nice. So, okay. You know, then there's probably going to be a few, and you know, Gal, again, they said Gal Gadot's not out the window. I think she's definite. Gone. So I think she's she gone. may be, but yeah. they're, they're not confirming anything as of yet. Um, I yeah. personally think clean slate. Me too. I'm now but, of that. I think this just kind of solidifies those. Yeah. This whole saga is yeah. just solidified. I, I don't think uh, whether or not Flash ends up actually being good after all. I think they're still going to suffer. Yeah, box office wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to be. I might be wrong, but it's I don't think press, this is going to be. <laughs> it's not like this. I think it's potentially going to be a, a bit of a, a financial flop. Yeah, yeah. Potentially, I guess the, I guess the key thing is what it can mean for the future going forward. I think that's yeah. his best bet. Is if it's not great, can it be good enough that we can see where it's going to go? Potential, and then when James Gunn finally is. We can see what he's actually 
got planned, we can see okay, this is where it's starting, and this is what we can look forward to. But do we do we also think that we'd that we'd actually all be well, Warner Brothers would be better off by actually saying this is what we're planning? Yeah, you see, I yeah, so. yeah, you, you, I, I really you, think you're so. going to be um, your, your theories and all that stuff is going to be fulfilled. Yeah, so just like a slate it. of what they're going to do. Exactly, because yeah, if they yeah, say, yeah. look. If you watch it, you'll see where we're going. Yeah. And that is more likely to get butts in seats than just say, well, you never know what happens yeah. in the movie and we'll see what happens. I agree. Like if they just came out next week and was like, okay, Flashpoint's going to lead into, I don't know, like, man, if they said something mental like Red Rain with Batman or something like that, I'd be yeah. like, wow, all right, cool. I'll bloody well watch that because Flashpoint yeah. can lead you to multiverses and all that sort of stuff. Because so yeah, I agree. Because apparently be- Matt Reeves is having chats with uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran about his Batverse becoming a bigger thing. So, I, yeah, that sounds great to me. Just tell is, us you're going to do that. Just, yeah, yeah. And I, I think it. I think that universe would be better off on their own. Yeah, just the start again. Like nothing to do with Zack Snyder's. Like I feel bad bringing Zack Snyder into. Well, it, I mean, more than Matt Reeves. Yeah, Batman that's what I mean. Him too. Yeah. Like yeah. his Batman should just be, and that universe should maybe be the springboard let's forget about flash springboarding it let's all stop and just use yeah. the batman as mm-hmm. the springboard and now. the joker could be its own thing as well yeah so they can yep. well, dc have their own line called black label yep yep and it'd be, it'd be worthwhile if they just had you know they could potentially have this as the platform for more adult themed or more mature yep. Yep. um dc movies that can sort of float between the r rating and things mm-hmm. like that and then you've got the wider dcu which yep. is the inter- interconnected universe that can appeal more to the sort of the Marvel-esque S- side of people. things. Where but I think you could maybe PC. give a bit of time PG. after this yeah. to, from the DCU or DCE. No, DCU. Give a bit of break from that for a while and just do like Black Label stuff for yeah. a few years because they've been well-received. Like, yeah. even, I'm not the biggest fan of Joker, but people did enjoy that. Batman's yeah. great. So I think you could just do a few years of this sort of like more mature content with different heroes, leave the DCU for James Gunn to fix and then release, have an actual slate to then release it. Mm-hmm. You know, bad times, get, basically yeah. just really bad stuff has been this week. <laughs> it's just real bad guys. We're positive. We're positive. Well, switching universes as we, <laughs> know, as we normally do, happy things. <laughs> over to, over to the Marvel side. Um, we uh, obviously new trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania yeah, is out yeah, yeah, and yeah, we've yeah, watched yeah. it. Uh, what do we think? Well, it's, it's good. Yeah, it um, good. it's better than what we just talked about. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, I, I'm more excited. I'm getting more and more excited about this. I'm cautiously optimistic. I've been burned yeah. before, but yeah. I'm, I'm, like I say, cautiously optimistic. I think is right. Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. think it looks good. Like it's got interesting. This and now the previous trailer together, I think, really paint an interesting tapestry for what this um, film will be. Like, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's different from. Well, the problem is like that, and this I agree with you. We've been burned before. Everybody yeah. was saying, "Oh, you know, multiverse of madness." It's different to what anything else we'd seen, and it kind of wasn't. So, well, that, like, that's the thing because that that was what I thought was going to be yeah. the platform for the multiverse craziness. I mean, it's yeah. in the title, you know. They, yeah. they, they feed that to you. It's literally it, multiverse, it, exactly. Yeah. And it really wasn't. It was kind yeah. of just two universe. Well, three or so universes. Yeah. Um, it was just a little and, bit. It was mildly. It was, it was a very missed opportunity. Yeah, for Fangshi been there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. My my problem with this is that I guess it's potentially why they maybe held off introducing him, can, like properly, mm-hmm. is that if Ant Man defeats him, so, 
by any means in this movie. Mm-hmm. And K- Kang has to kind of win to be considered a worthwhile threat. Wow, this unless is this bit... isn't the I know I know we're talking about the variants of that, yeah. but w- what I'm saying is to have Kang because whilst you can say oh it's a different Kang, I think people in people's minds you're going to be oh if, if Ant Man could beat him then well. <laughs> yeah, that's true actually poor yeah. ant-man <laughs> but you know what i mean right? <laughs> what a dig at ant-man <laughs> don't get me wrong i love ant-man and I, love bloody do it, then I, I love paul rudd but you know if, if ant-man can read him, can read him <laughs> i i you know what i'm saying I, I think scott lang might die in this whoa I, i'm going to put it out there i think he'll die in a way Left that field. Ba- that that banishes Kang temporarily or subdues him temporarily. I don't think Kang will be defeated because that's again it would be another instance of the MCU bringing forth a villain just to have so them die. Exactly. It happens so every single one. Yeah. Kang is not a villain. You can just go. He's not a one and done film kind of no. villain. No. Hundred no, no, percent no, no, not. No, no. Well, he uh, won't be because we know he's going to be in yeah. Kang Dynasty. Yeah, but Kang Dynasty. He, he needs to he needs to assert his presence. He needs to assert his presence on the MCU in a big way, and I think part yeah. of that is the end of Ant Man. Mm. Yeah. And me. I guess they've brought in Cassie Lang. Yeah, yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The successor. successor. Yeah, which yeah. is fine, but it does point out that Evangeline Lilly, who I think is going to be completely sidelined in this film yet again, yeah, was completely. Was completely done over in this whole MCU, her whole <laughs> MCU thing. So it's like, what? It's not much the point because Evangeline was a great actress, but she's had nothing to do no. in the three Ant Man films she's been no. in. And yeah. the fight, apart from that, um, few scenes in Endgame as well. But yeah. you know, she's had nothing to do. And so, um, Ant Man and the Wasp is just really forgettable, like really just hundred percent. And yeah. I sometimes and, forget that film even exists. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that didn't happen. In Goliath and. Ghost kind of just being yeah. the one and done, yeah. one note yeah. villains. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. very similar Marvel. I hope yeah. that they don't do that to Kang. I don't. Obviously, they're not well, Kang and Modok. Modok and Modok's just... in it. Which, if they ruin Modok, that's what I'm more worried about. Because Modok's a great villain. Like yeah. Modok's so good in the comics. And if they're just like he's just in this film and then he's not going to be in the rest ever, I'm like that'll be a massive waste. If they're just using him to be like, hey guys, look, there's Modok. You happy, you nerds? Now fuck off i'll be like don't please don't do that like he's a great character um no i don't think they will do that with kang i i think all three of us said that they should have done like a, a special presentation of already having kang did, mm-hmm. did we all yeah. say that? Yeah, when, uh, yeah. Uh, when we were talking about the Guardians. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I knew it was. It was, it was my wisdom again. You yeah, know, again, it was. Sure. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> well, you know, um, when you get to my age, wisdom just comes. You're the Gandalf of the group. It's fine. Um, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Ian, Ian, if you want to say it now, I'll edit Toby out, and you'll no one will ever know. Well, I what I think they should do is <laughs> have a special presentation where you have a just normal Kang doing his thing, and then a future Kang or whatever Kang comes and kills him, and we get we we understand then that Kang's an interdimensional being, and then he can he's pretty ruthless. Um, I think that was a great idea. idea. That's yeah. a brilliant idea. I know. I don't know. I, just, I don't know how they come to me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, in all seriousness, I feel like having Kang in this. I don't know. We've only just had He Who Remains. That's it. Yeah. That's all we've had. 
and they're throwing this in the deep end of like this is Kang, this is his interdimensional army that he's got. I kind of see what you're saying that they're probably going to kill him, Scott Lang, anyway, because it's like, but he'll come back in Secret Wars. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll come back in Secret Wars. There's going to be a lot of that in Secret Wars, I think. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, well, the other thing is in the trailer, Scott seems to seemingly splits into two. Yep. Oh yeah. So another Scott could just die. You could just say that. Oh, one of them's dead. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Who knows? Until we see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not long, not long. Not, not long. long. Fe- 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 February, February seventeenth. We will, we will we'll all be seeing it, and we will reconvene for an episode. It's, it's a good trailer. trailer. It's a good trailer. It has got me excited. I will say that. Apart from yeah. the CGI, but it's got me excited. Yeah, the CGI still seem on par with what we've seen recently. Yeah, yeah. When when they're still, they're not looking as good as things coming out in two thousand eight. It's it's a bad sign. It's not mm-hmm. good. It's not good as Avatar. Got to yeah. slow down that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Speaking of Avatar, my next yeah. piece of... Uh, Smooth transition. That was seem- seamless. <laughs> uh, seamless as our catchphrase always is. Um, so just a quick one that I saw and made me laugh. Uh, t- uh, I actually saw a couple of days ago and forgot to mention it, but James Cameron is taking a break from his 17 Avatar sequels. That he's he's taken another break. <laughs> he, it's going to be another like 10 years well, to the next he, one. It's what, he's, be... what he's done is, so uh, back in 2012, Mythbusters, we're all familiar with the TV yep. show from Mythbusters, yep. Yep, 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 yep. put the tested the theory that Jack from Titanic didn't need to die. Oh, no. The door. James Cameron has <laughs> since, and I, so I'm going to quote him exactly. We have done a scientific study to put this whole thing to rest and drive a stake through its heart once and for all. We have since done thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie, and we're going to do a little special on that that comes out in February. He's, Basically, he's, he's proving that Jack couldn't have lived. This is such a bad way... Wait, use of his time. <laughs> yeah. well, it's such a vanity project. I also like how he so thinks sad. that the internet's just going to be like, oh, okay then. Because yeah. that, that's how the internet works. I, I also want to <laughs> say two things here. To give to give a like there needs to be more memes of it now. <laughs> internet unite! To give us to give the listeners like a peek behind like the curtain. We have like a list of what our subjects is, and it says James Cameron floating door documentary. All I could think of was the scary door from Futurama. <laughs> That's literally all I could think whilst we were watching, like building up to this. I was like, is he doing something about like the scary door? Is that what's well, they've, happening? They've also no, re released Titanic, haven't they? Yes, 25th, 25th anniversary. Which seems counterintuitive to James Cameron's goals of getting Avatar to get 2 billion. Do you think that is his goal, though, or is his goal to yeah? Like, well, I mean, he's one point eight nine million or so yeah. to. Well, you, but you're splitting your fan base. People <laughs> who are going to go see Avatar two again, they're now going to go see Titanic, right? Yeah, I guess maybe. That's true. Maybe if you're, if you're crazy enough to go see Avatar two that... again, this, this is the you're going to be crazy time. enough to go see Titanic. A number of people I've met who've told me they enjoy that film. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. What, well, we're but... we're the minority in that scenario. I'm happy to be in that one, but I. Well, I don't know. Like he, th- this is the second time they've re-released Titanic, though, right? Who knows? Yes, there was a fifteen-year yeah, anniversary. I in thought it was. So he's doing it again. 
Uh, oh, it happened, cool. I mean, I, I have less issue with the re-release of Titanic than I have of yeah, true. three, three more Avatar sequels. <laughs> I'd rather oh, yeah. rewatch Titanic. That's true, actually. I thought we were going to say about the bloody floating door. I, 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 I mean, a waste of time. I, a I mean, waste of time. Avatar 2 has passed $2.9 billion now, by the way, which is crazy. But, um, oh, so, you know. You did it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you blew it up! <laughs> Yeah, so he, so we will be getting more sequels because that was his aim, and, and he's made a it. documentary about a and a documentary about There's uh, be a documentary about the whales from fucking Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> I just with this documentary, all I'm going to say is it shows us the psychology of James Cameron and what a sad little man he is <laughs> that he has to do this. Who yeah. cares about the internet, James? Nobody cares. Like, well, clearly, well, maybe we cares. should tone it back a bit because clearly he's petty enough to make a documentary about it. He, <laughs> maybe he listens. He'll come, to he'll come after the Phantom Zone. It's like, what are these three guys talking about? <laughs> They're bad mouthing me. I'm going to make a documentary on how guys these guys suck. I'd watch that. I'd watch yeah, that. Yeah, free press, any press. Yeah, yeah get press. that. <laughs> Um, Thanks, James. Thanks, James. But yeah, don't make this. What a sad life you are. You know the the come dine with me bit where he's like a sad little life. You know? <laughs> That's just how I feel about it. You sad little life, James. Oh, I'd love to see James Cameron on come dine with me. That'd be amazing. <laughs> he'd, he'd keep trying to explain to people what the Navi language was. And people yeah, like, no, James, I'm not. I don't. I'm not really here for that. He'd be the oh, yeah, worst. But you don't understand. Against. They connect with their tails. <laughs> I'm really into their tail. <laughs> Get out of and here, wh- James. And whales magically understand sign language. Well, no, it wasn't sign language. It was just speaking, wasn't it? And I, it was a mix of everything. <laughs> <laughs> whales could talk. I, mean, <laughs> I love that he goes, cheers, and he's like, no problem, bro. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, well, I'm sure we'll get into get Avatar. flashbacks to Avatar. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll get more into Avatar later when we talk about 2022. Um, but our last bit of nerd news, Speaking of franchises that James Cameron is probably more fondly associated with, um, the final bit of our news is that the Alien TV show is now actually in production, which okay. is exciting. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It, we're big Alien fa- fans that. of the Alien series. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes, but the recent films have been trash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, this is by the showrunner Noah Hawley and Ridley Scott. Sorry, Ian. Who, um, See, no, this is, that's already a red flag. I'm sorry. It's such a red flag. Like, you've, I'm already off this. Prometheus was Scott. bad. Uh, yeah, because of Ridley Scott. Prometheus he, he's, was bad. I think he's just Alien producing. Covenant was bad. I think he's, I think Noah Hawley, the, who is a showrunner on Fargo, which I haven't seen, but I've heard very oh, Fargo good. is very good. Fantastic. Yeah, no, Fargo so, is very good. You know, okay. All right, I'm back scale, on board again. Let me get back on the scale's balanced slightly, and I don't know how involved Ridley Scott is. Hopefully, it's been an emotional, <laughs> emotional rollercoaster for me there. I'm um, back on, I'm back on. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on again. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Plenty cool. of room. Yeah. <laughs> So it so it's in, pre- in production. No no idea when it will actually um, come out yet. But this is exciting. You know, I'm yeah. all, I'm all up for an alien TV show. I think apparently yeah. it's set seventy years in the future, and it's about it's on it's set on Earth, and it's about uh, a group oh. of sub- or people on this this current Earth or this Earth in seventy years time mm-hmm. trying to stop an infestation of an alien hive. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're going to succeed. 
if the television show is going to have any links. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Episode say, one, they beat the alien. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, that was lucky. Yeah, I'd yeah, be interested good. to see how that fits into the canon of obviously alien lore as well. Yeah. Because so, yeah. I need to, I need to rethink the whole timeline, but it does seem a bit like if that's happening, then how does this happen? Which I have faith that they'll figure out as they go. But hopefully, we'll I see. somehow managed to get into a, a black hole of watching a Prometheus breakdown on oh, how the God. the the black goo from Prometheus ends up becoming the aliens. It's like two hours, and I was like, I watched that beginning to end. What is wrong with me? <laughs> My ma- my main question is why does Charlie Theron run in a straight line when something? <laughs> you know, well just, he's going. Don't do that because really Scott's left. going to make a documentary about how she couldn't. Like that's what's going to happen. Oh God, I hate Prometheus. It's such a bad film. I hope he has as little to do with this as possible because if everybody else just is doing their thing, I think it'll be a really good show. And I love Alien. I love the concept. But let's be fair, Alien One and Two are great. Everything after that has been just like really mediocre and average to bad. Oh, yeah. Ian, I thought in previous <laughs> conversation, <laughs> Alien vs. Predator is one of your favorite movies greatest, of all time. Greatest film of all time. <laughs> it's, it's great on different levels. <laughs> one to one to twelve, favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then thirteen is Alien vs. Predator two. You know, and then the. <sighs> <laughs> Requiem or whatever the hell they no. call it. See, that's the sad thing. There's more bad alien films than there's good ones now. Yeah, when the ba- when the scales tend to tip in the in the bad in the in the negative. That's yeah, like, oh. doesn't well, fill me with. Confidence. Well, we got a good Predator movie, so maybe we're in yeah, line true. for a good Alien. And we had a great Alien game. Yes, yeah. Alien Isolation. Alien Isolation was fantastic. Yeah. Which yes. I'm playing. Oh, I've God, now got yeah. my Nintendo Switch, which is really intense for a Switch. <laughs> I, <laughs> You're slowly I, catching I, up on like six years worth of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think when I played Alien Isolation, it took me about an hour to walk about 10 feet because I was just God. going out of my stuff. I'm constantly in like tunnels and I'm always like, it's oh. behind me, it's behind me. <laughs> oh, and it's not even that. It's the, it's, it's the androids, the robots. I was like, oh my God, it's just so unnerving. It's, it's, so, it's, a, it's a panic attack in a game. So if it. they do that, then great. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, just, yeah I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, great. Do that. Um, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> I don't know how that would work, but anyway. But I guess we'll see Alien TV show once it comes out, whenever it's coming out. We'll keep, um, we'll come back to it once we know more. Um, but for now, that was it for our nerd news. And we go on to our main event, which is our review of 2022, which was... Uh, uh, a, de- a decent year for film, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. highs and lows, yeah. <laughs> and we will. We're going to go through our. We're basically going to go through our top threes each. Our number ones uh, first, and then onto number two, etc. And then some honorable mentions, ones we weren't didn't enjoy as much or were a bit of a disappointment, uh, and ones that we didn't get a chance to see that we wish we had. Um, so, Toby, I'm going to start with you. We're going to go start with your number one film of the year, of 2022. Um, Ian and I, we know that we have the same one, so we'll yeah, let you go 100%. first. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think we've actually said to each other what it is, but we know. We know 100% what it is. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, to be I, I, honest, spoilers, I think all three of us have technically got the same favourite movie, but I'm going to go different because I like to be different. And, oh, and what, a have, what a guy. And, and, I, and I respect that. I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I like you said it really bitterly. I respect I don't like it, but I respect it. Um, <laughs> but uh, Toby, yes, number one film of 2022. 
I we've already talked about it. I'd actually say Prey, mainly because I am wow. relieved okay. that we had a good Predator movie. Wow. It's not probably... I wouldn't say it's the best movie, but it's the one I probably enjoyed the most on, a, on the basis of there's a Predator movie that I can enjoy again, and it's not the first two. Wow. I mean, I understand I understand our reasoning. I, I, I was of the same opinion when I watched Prey, and I was like, I think when you're expecting, let's, let's be fair, mediocre, and yeah. you get yeah, more than yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah, always a, you always, yeah, that's true. It's always well, a I good think thing. If, if it's not my favorite movie, it's certainly the one that pleasantly surprised me the most. Yeah. Because I, I was really going into this just expecting it to be absolute dreck and mm. i really really enjoyed it it is fun point, i watched it quite i think a couple of times and that's that's rare for me is particularly if <sighs> these days because movies they're just so bloody long but this one i thought it was nice crisp it got to the point it may have rehashed things that we've seen before but i i i thoroughly enjoyed it and i thought um fantastic opportunity to change up the setting you know the comanche time period mm-hmm. um going back in the past and i think that really changed the dynamic of how the the franchise can sort of move forward now um and i thought amber mid thunder was really quite fun in the role as mm-hmm. well as mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the the titular character um i i yeah i really enjoyed it I yeah think it was it, definitely yeah. top top list of my films it's mm-hmm. there it's in my honorable mentions as well i, I did enjoy prey like you say it I would be just, in my honorable ones as well yeah i yeah. i'm just I'm equally glad that we have a predator movie we can enjoy yeah in you know, of recent times. Uh, so yeah, I totally, I, I think it's a good film. And mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. I concur. I mean, I'm, I'm aghast because I, I would put it in my honorable mentions rather than like, I don't, I'm not sure if I'd even like, obviously I haven't finished a sentence yet, but um, I have shocked you that much. <laughs> I'm so like taken aback. Uh, there's a lot of films that I wasn't able to see, which I'll put in my honorable mention at uh, once I got away. Um, so like there's a lot of films that i think would probably be in my top five that aren't there which i think would reach there just yeah. spoiler mm-hmm. for that is i pretty much haven't watched any of the oscar films that will be nominated like i haven't seen the whale which i, no. I imagine is pretty bloody good because i've heard it's really good it's um, not it's not out yet though so i mean it's not for us to really see at the moment i don't think oh yeah whale. yeah it's one of those ones that was always released at this point in this year wasn't it so yeah i hate that when films come out award shows a year ago and then we only get them like 18 months later so just yeah for people listening to this being like why didn't you talk about the whale well it isn't out yet all right i haven't seen it (laughs) jesus um it's on my list to watch as soon as it's available but like yeah i think of ones i've seen prey is a very very enjoyable film i'm not sure there are things with it that i found like an issue I think some of the acting wasn't amazing, I'm just going to say. But like, I do think it is nice to have a good Predator film. It is good. It's a good film. I gave it three out of five, which is a broadly good. So it's a good film. A broadly good. There it's we go. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, our number one. <laughs> great. Good. <laughs> great. Good. Uh, Ian, our number one is yeah. the same. So yeah. do we want to do it on three? Yeah, yeah. Right, I'd one. love it with yeah. different ones. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Morbius. Uh, no, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> the Morbius. Wait, hold on. It's not Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, let's... So, it's, it's the Batman. It's Batman. It's, it's, it's the Batman. fucking Any, Batman. Anyone who's listened to us 
bang on about it since it came out. Oh, that would be our number one. It's so good. It's, of course, it's the best bloody movie. I just had to go different. It's, it's we can't so, all three of us. It's boring. It's so good. It's a fantastic movie. It's phenomenal. And he's actually Batman. He's like being 100%. a detective. Yeah. yeah, it is the Batman I've wanted to see ever since I learned. I start. I learned. I started reading <laughs> Batman I ever since I Batman. learned of him. <laughs> as a, yeah. as a I mean, ever it's since, no mask of the phantasm. But it's still a bloody good Batman. It's, yes, it's, it's so good. It, it's as close to a live action adaptation of the comics that yeah. I've seen, and yeah. it's just it gets better. Other than Batman nineteen sixty six, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> How come Batman doesn't dance anymore? <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's fantastic. I think it has amazing performances across the board. I think Robert Patterson came out there and like really put like all the naysayers to rest. Yeah, like hundred percent. Including myself. Yeah, I mean me too. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I think I remember saying that I could I had seen him in the lighthouse and think he can be a good actor, but yeah. I, you know, just pat myself on the back there, you know. I agree because um, I, 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 I remember, and this is years ago when I, I had a girlfriend who was obsessed with the Twilight, Twilight films, which I absolutely detest. I, I, I thought in your accent you almost said toilet. toilet. <laughs> she was obsessed with those toilet films. They like, might, they, they might as well have been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I just associated him with nothing but pain and anger yeah, for years. Yeah. And then he's I brought went, you so much love. And I've seen him now in things like Good Time, The Lighthouse, like you've mentioned. I thought, yeah. you are actually a really good actor. You were just trapped it, in a cage of terrible film. Yeah, terrible film. And even Christian yeah. Stewart to a degree. I mean, those everyone yeah, in those films are good actors. They're just terrible films. Terrible well, not everybody. The, the, the wolf boy guy isn't a good actor. Oh, yeah. I mean... For, yeah, for, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's terrible. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> He bless tries, him. bless, bless him. him. Um, but uh, Robert Pattinson, enough. And he, but even then, I was like, as Batman, mm, yeah. not sure. But good God, he yeah. proved me wrong. So and good. I can't, I can't wait to see because obviously we're going to get a second one. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see how he then takes his character and evolves that further because I feel like he played. A, he was a very different Bruce Wayne, obviously a very different Batman. And I yeah. feel like yeah. I want to see how he's his take on it evolves. Mm-hmm, past mm-hmm. what we've seen before because i think a couple of the actors we've had have kind of gone down a similar route yes with, with batman and it's kind yeah. of like i want to see a different side of bruce wayne who because bruce wayne batman is his real is who he really is bruce yeah. wayne is the alter ego and a lot of films play it the other way around and it's like no it's, he wants to be batman he doesn't yeah. want to be bruce wayne and they, i think that's what they're getting at in with these films more and I want to see what Matt Reeves does. And if the true the rumors are true that he's talking to James Gunn and all that stuff, then that's exciting. Yeah. What I'm happy about is they didn't show his parents getting killed again. Oh, yeah. thank God for that. I, yeah. was, <laughs> I, had to, I, I did have it on my bingo card, I must say, when I was watching the film. I was but... so happy. I was like, not well, only this is great, they just didn't do that again. I was like, yeah. this is brilliant. This is so good. Do you reckon... I think the thing is, they, I think what was great is they trusted the audience yeah you know they they we didn't know. say to them yeah it's like you don't we don't need to rehash this you know who batman is we all know who batman is yeah. let's just crack on and they spent more time building gotham which yeah i think was the important part like yeah. gotham was every bit a character in this yeah it had an identity for once exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, I think just the opening scenes where you see like the criminals just getting oh, one of my favorite so is good. the alleyway where the criminal is just looking down that dark alleyway yeah 
And Batman's not there. He's going to go beat someone else up down the road. But <laughs> the fear. It's, it's just the, the concept fear. behind Exactly, yeah. Oh. It's just the fear. And that really... Because, you know, Christian Bale's Batman, it was, oh, you know, I'm going to make criminals fear. <gasps> fear, fear, fear what I fear. The darkness will trust him. <laughs> but you never really got that sense that any of the criminals, other than periodically when they were just shocked, behind, like when <laughs> he turned up behind them, <laughs> there wasn't that overall fear or dread. Yeah. No. But this one, you felt... When the can it, it rolls ominous, in, yeah. and he's like, yeah. "Should I go after that can?" Yeah, and they made, <laughs> and, they, and they made a, a, a would be sort of gimmicky character like the Riddler, oh a, a genuine terrifying, like, terrifying villain. Yeah, terrifying. I mean, he may have been very, very influenced on the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, yeah. but I think the, he the, really channeled that well, and they oh, really Paul, captured Paul, that. Paul Dano is amazing. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he's the only flaw so of the film is maybe the end. I think we said this in our review of it. It's not that it's a bad ending. It's just it comes a little bit like we've ended and then they've added an extra bit to the yeah, end. Yeah, we, we need to add in some action, yeah, like set which, piece for people to kind of... It's not bad. You know, it's not bad. It's not badly done, but it's no, kind of it's just, it jarring to the rest of the film. Especially when bit, the rest yeah. of the film is like a slow burn detective story. Yeah, yeah. A noir detective trying to figure out these crimes and then the end is like action we got yeah. action we got bloody got action but there's so I, many go on sorry i was going to say my only other negative and it's just a personal pet peeve i'm sure other people wouldn't be as much i really didn't like that they put the joker in it i know it's not no me, i know yeah, yeah. I just didn't need it at all totally superfluous scene yeah. it's not a good scene either the both of them giggling together like yeah. i'm like oh my god like i would yeah. have preferred more more penguin, frankly. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, yeah. we're going to get a TV show. Colin Farrell's amazing, un- brilliant, outstanding. I had to. T- I knew he was in it, and I had to tell myself that that was Colin. Doesn't Farrell. look like it yeah. at all. No, it's it doesn't. So crazy. It's so crazy. And it, yeah, I, I. It's honestly on my letterbox, which people go follow me on letterbox, but on my letterbox, <laughs> um, it's the highest rated film of last year that came out for me yeah. that I saw. 100%. Like it is so good it's everything i wanted from a batman film he's actually a detective in it and he beats the shit out of some people too so i'm like great this is real good it looks incredible i mean the cinematography is oh him walking towards him with the fire yeah it's it's just a gorgeous film i mean it's really my number one film i just really give it a pray what are you doing (laughs) i I just want to reiterate that is really my number one movie pray pray (laughs) no you said pray now that is it that's your favorite (laughs) film of all time right that's one through ten one through ten (laughs) It's a fantastic film, um, Batman. This is fantastic movie, and I, I think it deserves all the credit it gets. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I, I really, really. This is another scenario where I thought potentially, like we've just discussed, that Robert Pattinson might be the wrong for the role, and it, it might be a bust because of it. And I, this is a scenario I'm actually glad that I was proven wrong. Yeah. I, I wanted to like this movie, and I'm really glad that I got to. Yeah, I agree. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Hell. And also, so just to re- just to state again, I got to go see the car in person oh. uh, and stand next to it and have seen that car. It is amazing. I okay. loved it. All right, rub it in our faces. That's just for you, Ian, well. that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. On to our number two films of 2022, Toby. Oh, it's it's difficult. I. I think it's toss up for me between um, the Northman or everything everywhere at once. Interesting. I really liked. 
both of those movies. And I have I seen neither. Me neither. <laughs> I haven't oh, seen well them. They're they on my ones that got away list. They um, are. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is my number one film that I've not seen. And unlike like, The Whale, I have no excuse. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm just terrible. Like, well, it, it, Actually, no, I do. I no longer have an excuse, but at the time, cost of living, I couldn't afford to go to cinema all the time. And we saved yeah. up to go see Bloody Avatar, and look what happened there. It's, yeah. Well, I managed to get to see it on the cusp of when it... Uh, when it transitioned from 2022 to 2023, I saw it on New Year's Eve. Nice. It, I, I was putting, because I, I, it's one I wanted to watch the whole year and I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And I thought, well, this is going to be the perfect time to watch it 2020, um, the, the evening of 2022 into 2023, you know, a little bit of a celebration, mm-hmm. multiverses, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It really was great. And I didn't realize until they've started giving out the Golden Globes and things that um, Short Round. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> is the is one of the lead characters i had no idea i watched the movie and i'm usually pretty good at placing people and i kept thinking to myself, I, I really recognize him but i can't think of what it is and j- during the golden globes uh steven spielberg and um him reconnected and i was like yeah. oh my god that's short round yeah. oh my god that's amazing <laughs> what a bit of nostalgia and that's why it's the best film of us and that is exclusively <laughs> the best reason no it's it's a fantastic movie it really um is completely mind-bending it's such a surreal film and mm. it, you the trailers don't give it or don't do it enough justice it really is quite surreal it's it, it's it's multitude of different films mixed in together and it's really it, that's the movie i was hoping multiverse of madness was going to be yeah i've heard a lot of people mm, say yeah, to people me that. that if you didn't like multiverse of madness everything everywhere all at once basically does it properly and yeah, yeah it's, it's what i was hoping of that movie and this delivers and some and it's it's heartfelt for all the craziness that's going on it's it's got a lot of heart it's got a personability the the core dynamic of the film is is a family um and that's really sort of the central heart of the movie. And that's what sort of keeps it going. Mm. Um, and all the auxiliary cast members are brilliant. It's it's as heartfelt as it is funny. Um, and I can't rate it high enough. It It, it is a great movie. And I, I, I'd i probably say now in reflection between the two, I'd say that is my number two over the Northman. I'd say the no- Northman's yeah, probably North closely Man after that. didn't look like something I'd be interested in. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I'm, good? I'm intrigued. I'd give it a watch. Yeah, yeah I, it's definitely something I'm going, to, I'm going to remedy very shortly. Both those films. Oh, fair North enough. I just, the Northman just looked a bit like, I don't know, how would I describe the trailer to me? I don't know, it just looked like, um, what film did I think it looked like that I just didn't enjoy? There was something that really reminded me of something. And I was just like, yeah, just I don't know, it just didn't, the trailer just looked very boring to me. I've heard the trailer is like not a reflection of the film at all. No, and the film's no. very good. But I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. It's, it looks like one of those epics that I'm just like, I'm just epicked out. I've got too much. I haven't got enough time for these epics, you know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm a big fan of Robert Eggers. I've seen obviously The Witch and The Lighthouse, which I enjoyed yeah. both of. So when I saw that The Northman was coming out, I'm mm. with Alexander Skarsgård, who I've watched since True Blood when that was yep, good. Me too. But before it went off the rails, um, and then, um, but you know, he's a great actor, and I thought great. He's he, Robert Eggers is really good at getting these actors together to do 
these really out there kind of concepts and mm. things. Um, so I'm excited. I have no excuse for not having watched it because it's been available. Um, it's just, you know, time, you know, but also, um, I think everything, everything, everywhere, all at once is now online now. Like it's, it's now on Prime. Streaming. Yeah, 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 it's Prime. on Amazon Prime. Well, I need yeah. to watch that. Right, yeah. yeah, I have no excuse. Anymore. Maybe we'll, the maybe we'll, the Northman is there as well. Maybe we'll all go and watch it and come back and chat about it uh, yeah. at some point, which would be good. Good little yeah. episode. Or maybe too. we already have. <gasps> somewhere, somewhere. <laughs> we are. Uh, somewhere we are. We have already done that. So, yeah. um, but maybe we will. Um, <laughs> but maybe we won't. <laughs> no, definitely want to see this film. It's, it's, it sounds great. You really. I mean, yeah, it was already did. pitched to me, Toby. That was you really maybe just want to see it even more. So, yeah. thanks for that, um, Ian. Number two, twenty twenty two film. Um, so yeah, again, I, I didn't get to see as many films as I'd like to have seen last year, but one that I got to see on on the cusp. I think I actually saw it on the seventh of January, so this year, but it did come out last year. Um, was the menu? Aha. I really, really, really liked that. I really liked it too. Is it weird? Yes. Is it batshit crazy at points? Completely. But it's not a part of a franchise. It is not a remake. It is a totally original idea. And I really enjoyed it. It's so weirdly directed as well. Like it has the, the scenes of the film broken down into courses of the meals and they zoom into every course yeah. And it's so strange when they do that. It's so, but I quite liked it. But yeah. it's the text is amusing as well because yeah, you get it, it starts off taking itself quite seriously in the depictions of what the the menu, the menu air quotes mm. is um is showing on screen. But then as it sort of devolves, as the movie devolves into what it's sort of really about, the 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 text then sort of starts representing that, mm. uh, particularly with um, uh, Nicholas Holt's dish. Yeah. Just like his bullshit or whatever it was, yeah, described yeah. it. I thought that was really quite amusing. <laughs> yeah, it is quite fun. That's where the amusement comes. Like it is quite like tense. Like yeah. we went into this film not knowing it was a horror film, by the way. <laughs> so we thought it was like something like one of these sort of drama auteurs. Oh, he's a chef sort of thing, and it was the complete opposite of that. It is crazy yeah. intense. I was expecting like Phantom Fred, Daniel Day Lewis yeah, type yes, vibes. Yes, uh, but I, I'm, which I'm glad I didn't get because I. Boring. I don't like Phantom oh, Jesus. Um why is but... he happy about shitting himself? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm of the I'm the same. I was expecting something else completely. But it does have those comedic moments that let you breathe oh, through the tension, thankfully. I love the line where she's he's like, Why is she gonna die? What university did you go to? Brown. Student debt? None. No. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. <laughs> That's such a great line. It's we genuinely laughed. I think it's it's social commentary perhaps is a little simplistic, particularly that the main antagonist who's doing this is somebody who also has a privileged life. So it's kind of a bit weird in that sense. But then again, I think I took it more that he lost his like his, his drive to create and yeah. like simplicity is actually yeah. what's better rather than the eat the rich allegory that people have been getting from it. I thought that's a part of it, but I felt like it was more, he had lost his love of what he did because of these people um and he found the world crushed his passion yeah yeah rather than we should eat the rich you know i get i know that is a part of it and i think that's maybe not expanded well enough but did i have a really good time with it yes like it is really good yeah and i I, it was one of those that when 
I, I heard a lot about it and there was a lot of hype and that always kind of puts me off because I think, okay, I'm going to hear so much about this film and then I'll mm. watch it and I won't feel as... In, I wouldn't enjoy it as much as they did, but this totally lived up to what I wanted it to be in terms of enjoyment, and I, I think it's a fantastic film. I really well, yeah, it. it's really good. And I, I was the opposite actually, Chris. I had no idea about this film at all, like literally none. So I didn't go into it with any hype, and I had low expectations, expecting nothing, and it was the complete opposite. Like, yeah, really good. And Ralph Fiennes is fantastic. Yeah, the, and that was part of the draw for me. As soon as I saw Ralph Fiennes and Anya Taylor-Joy were it, my ears pricked up and I investigated yeah. a bit more and I thought, okay, this yeah. sounds like it's going to be quite very tongue-in-cheek satire, but also have a bit of an edge to it. Um, yeah. So, And it does. It's a, it's a great film to watch. My only question is, why did he hate Christopher Holt so much? Nicholas Holt, sorry. So much. I think it's because he's one of yeah, those people so that doesn't that basically knows all the terms but doesn't know anything about actually what he's talking about. Yeah. I th- I kind of like me. Yeah, um, I was about to say there were bits me and Simone jokes when they like the reviewers were going, "Oh, it's so this, it's so that." I was like, "God, is that us?" Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "God, we're awful. We're just the we worst. Are insufferable." I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think that's uh, he's the kind of guy who knows all the terms and knows all the lingo but doesn't actually know yeah the, the, how it actually is you yeah. know he knows he knows what to say but not what he's saying yeah if, he, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense uh yeah. what he whispers to him i don't know well i mean <laughs> just, just hang yourself man. i mean ob- obviously bush. that's the end result but <laughs> <laughs> i really hope it was he just lent in and went you know what you should fucking do now? Just hang yourself, mate. Just, just, just go back there, hang yourself. <laughs> God, he's bloody right, isn't he? That is yeah. Do. <laughs> but it's good. I really enjoyed it's, it. So that's it's a good my film. Second. And if you want to hear more on our thoughts on that, go back to our 2023 review episode, and we have a review of the menu on there, so you yeah. can hear hear us talk more about that there. Um, thanks, Ian. That's good. Yeah. Good choice. What about you, Chris? Film. What's your number two? Yeah. My number two film is based on. Uh, Pure cinema spectacle and enjoyment for having seen it on the big screen, having seen Avatar it twice. Twi- yeah, it's Avatar I was just going to say, don't you say it. Don't <laughs> you say it. The whales. The whales. I've seen it twice in the cinema. I enjoyed it that much. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, fair. That's, that's one I've missed. I've missed. That's one that got away from me too. It ran away. It is one of those films that the cinema, I know, I don't want to send old James Cameron, like the cinema was made for those kind of films. It is. You should be like Harry Styles. It's a movie that is about a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, just totally derailed that there. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but Top Gun Maverick for me was of um, I had I, I only saw the first Top Gun last year, as in twenty twenty one. Sorry, um, my wife had been telling me I needed to watch it for ages. I was like, oh, it's you know, it's going to be like dated and stuff. And I loved, and then I watched it. And I loved the first one because obviously I wanted to watch it before the second one came out. Mm-hmm. And then went to see the second film. Sat down. I thought, right, it's going to be. <laughs> I thought it's going to be a bit more, you know modern a bit more li- like subtle absolutely not tom cruise doesn't do subtle literally <laughs> the first thing is i, I wonder because obviously you've got the first song the first song for the first song danger zone which is obviously mm. a massive hit. Danger and, I thought, zone. and i was like i wonder if they'll just play like they'll have that but it'll be like a slow down acoustic version of it and then nope first five minutes straight in danger zone i was like right <laughs> i am in and then from 
start to finish is just an adrenaline filled cinema spectacle that I just loved and had to go back and see and would ultimately recommend if you can see it on the biggest screen you can it is phenomenal the plot to be fair, is exactly the same as Star Wars on New Hope. They have to get the fighters to shoot this tiny little vent and to to do it. It is literally Sold. It, it, it is literally Star Wars on New Hope, but it is um just so much fun to watch. And then basically turns into like an Mission Impossible film towards the end. Is the only way I can does. describe it. Of course um, it does. You've still got all the the kind of male bravado from obviously the 80s Top Gun, but it's done in a way that is less like, you know, in your face. And I mean, it's, there are bits where it's very in your face and very like, you know, testosterone driven, as you'd expect from a Top Gun so film. So much baby oil. It is, <laughs> there is a scene where all the pilots play f- uh, football on the beach. And tell you what, and what everyone says about Tom Cruise, that guy is shredded, and he make, fits those guys to shame, considering the guy's nearly 60. Fair play to that man. But honestly, the film is incredible. You should absolutely watch it. And like like I've said, it's to watch it on the big screen is just amazing to watch. There is an there's a interesting YouTube video where obviously real pilots compare it to how it actually is to fly in the Navy. And they say, well, it's completely, it's complete bollocks, but, <laughs> but, but it doesn't, but they themselves say it doesn't matter because it's so good. <laughs> it is genuinely so good to watch. That's high praise. That's high praise. Yeah, fair it, play. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Nice. nice. Cool. That's a good one. Go watch Talk of Maverick. It's great. Um, <laughs> That's the end of this podcast. Go watch it. Now. Right. This podcast. So moving on to number three, Toby, your number three film of 2022. <sighs> Oh no, I don't know. It's difficult. I've got so many honourable mentions because there's a lot of films that I, I wouldn't say they they aspired to greatness, but they were just really entertaining. And I said it last time: Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah, adored that movie. Hey, this is your top three. You do what you yeah, want. You do what you want. Yeah. You've already you know, had Prey as your greatest film of all time. So it's it's <laughs> one through ten. One through ten. So this is what twelve. <laughs> Chip. Chip and Dale. Yeah, I'm going to go with it because I Fair. really enjoyed you, that movie. You, you go, Glenn Coco. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it really hit. It, it tickled the nostalgia. Bonely. I thought you were getting emotional there. I thought you were going to go. <laughs> it, really, it really hit the emotion. <laughs> no, I, it was a movie that I thought, oh, this is going to be absolute trash. I, I expected nothing of it. And I was recommended it. Again, shout out, Rob. Um he he bullied me into watching it and I, I i was like okay fine i'm gonna watch this i i really used to love the rescue rangers as a kid and it immediately like, as soon as it opened up it immediately took me back and there was this childlike glee when i watched it and there's so many entertaining little cameos from other franchises um i think i said before again there's a skeletor and he-man section and just all the things from my childhood it just resonated and it just hit those little nostalgic bones mm. and i i just had a great time and i think from, from, i've gone into so many films of the last year and the years before where there's been expectations on what it should be what it shouldn't be how i'd like the franchise or so to be taken this is something i was going in completely blind with no expectations and absolutely loved it from beginning to end i thought it was immensely hilarious and i could not recommend it highly enough. I mean, I was listening back to the, obviously, doing the edit for the 2023 review, and you mentioned it then. And uh, 
you sold me then, but I need to see this film now because you've hyped it up so much. Mm, I really, I love Chippendale. I grew up with Chippendale as well, and I, you know, love Chippendale. So I'm happy. I, I'm very excited to see what this film is because you've sold it to me. Yeah, me too. Perfect. So I've got to say that's, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> there you go, Chippendale. Go and see it, everyone. Um, yeah. And Topic Gun now. And, to- and Top Gun. Just all the films we're talking about. Go and see yeah. it. Um, Ian, number three film of 2022. I think mine's a quick one because we've talked about it at great length on other podcasts, so you can go back and listen to them. But it's uh, Werewolf by Night is my. Oh. Um, because oh, actually no, no, that's an honourable mention. Take it uh, back. <laughs> Scratch this. You indecisive. <laughs> oh, what God. a mess. <laughs> um, it's Bob's Burgers the movie. That's my number three. Mm. I I love Bob's Burgers. It's one of my favourite animations, like TV shows that you can go watch. It's just a big warm hug, and I think their movie is just exactly what I want from a movie that's of a show. Like it's not trying to be something spectacle. It's just a really great episode of that show, but at feature length. And if you haven't watched Bob's Burgers, do yourself a favor, go to Disney Plus, watch all of it now. I pretty much watch episode a night, and uh, the film's fantastic. We rewatched it again the other day, and it's just as good as it was when we went to see it in the cinema. And it looks great as well. The animation's amazing. It's great writing. It's really just a big warm hug. It's what you need when you're feeling down. So yeah, Bob's Burgers the movie. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Werewolf by Night gets an honourable mention. I was looking at my letterbox, you see, and I gave Werewolf by Night three stars, but I gave Bob's Burgers four stars, so that's why I missed it. I was wondering when you said Werewolf by Night, I was like, I thought he'd say Bob's Burgers. Like, yeah. No. yeah. Like, I, I've never seen Bob's Burgers, but I'm, it's on my list to watch. But you know how much I, I And I know I how much you love it. Test, is Werewolf by Night actually considered a movie? Yeah, that's the... It's a, it's a special presentation, so, you yeah. know. But even so, Bob's Burgers, definitely. Worth a, definitely worth an honourable mention of Werewolf yeah, by Night. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I've heard good things about the Bob Burgers movie and Bob Burgers in general, for so yourself good. and other people, and it's Go definitely on my it. list to watch. So yeah, what's I, your I, number three? Because I feel like if you haven't watched Bob's Burgers, like it's very much for the fans of Bob's Burgers. So watch the show first and then watch the film. Because if you haven't watched the show, you'll be like, "What is going on?" <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's your what's your number three? My number three um, is a film. I think in the same vein as you, Ian, that I actually watched this year. Um, due to time, but well, yesterday, literally yesterday, um, but has, late entry has shot into my top three. I loved it so much. It's run right in there. Is the Banshees of Inisherin? Oh, uh, now I've heard oh, people tell me I need to, to see watch. this. It yeah. is. It's just. It's in terms of just pure acting, writing, direction, story. It's. It's got everything you want. Obviously, it's set in the in the nineteen twenties. Again, uh, during the Irish Civil War, they, uh, on an island where uh, called Inisherin, where um, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson live with various other people, um, and one day Colin Farrell basically goes to knock on his friend Brendan Gleeson's door to ask him if he's coming to the pub, which they do every day at two o'clock, uh, and he doesn't come, and then basically finds that a bit weird, and then he meets him at the pub later and. Uh, Brendan Gleeson's character basically tells him he doesn't want to be friends with him anymore, and he, but it doesn't tell him why. Uh, and it's just a really interesting, obviously fantastic acting from Colin Farrell. He won mm. the Golden Globe for it, and I can totally see why. He is brilliant in it. Um, kind of unlike you've probably ever seen Colin Farrell um, mm-hmm. be, um, but it's just a really interesting 
look at masculinity and men not being able to express themselves and but also having that kind of relationship you don't really see men communicate where they're friends and there's obviously Mm. a love there but obviously when that goes away and how they can't communicate it and how they can only communicate it as men do and then just it's just a fantastic film to watch and it's so obviously set in Ireland it's so Irish I love it I love the Irish accent I love everything to do with Ireland you know it's 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 one of my favorite places and it's just such a great film and it's obviously Martin Madonna who's worked with um, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson before, obviously, and Bruges and that kind of yeah. stuff. So, oh, you know, yeah. he's yeah. a great writer, he's a great director, and he just nails this. And it goes places you wouldn't expect. So you think this is just a drama about two guys have fallen out, it turns into something else and then something else, and it's just always from start to finish. And it's really funny, it's really sad, nice. you know, it's it's just, it's a great film to watch. I would thoroughly recommend it. Nice. Yeah. It's it's yeah. definitely top up there for me to watch, because I... I've been a huge fan too. of those, that, those two in their sort of acting dynamic ever since in Bruges. Fantastic mm. movie. Um, mm. And I, I thought getting them back together again, I thought was just top yeah, class. Yeah, I was it, really excited it, about seeing this again. It's got that same kind of humour that in Bruges has where it's, yeah. you know, it's a bit cutting in terms of how funny it is. You know, it would just cut a, a very tense, sad moment with a, a joke that will knock you sideways and then it suddenly bring you back to this tense kind of, sadder moment and i think only martin mcdonough who obviously does it very well in all his films can mm, do. Yeah. and yeah 100 percent recommend it nice i will yeah. definitely watch it it'll be on there fantastic um Great. So we'll quickly go through our honorable mentions that we didn't um that we didn't get a chance or didn't break into our top three uh toby any for you yeah i mean i i think i said them last time that uh, there's there's two films that I kind of put together because one's the original, the other one's a prequel to it. It's X and Pearl by Ty West, mm-hmm. um, starring Mia Goff and Jenna Ortega in X. Yeah. Um, X is a, a a movie about a group of people going to go film an X-rated film in an old sort of farmhouse out west in America, and Pearl is the prequel. Um, to one of the old people who owns this farm um, getting more into their backstory. I won't go too much into it, but they're killers. (laughs) And uh, it ends in a bit of a slasher movie and Pearl gives more context to X. And I think they they work in tandem very, very well. And I think they're both excellently acted. They're both excellently well uh, put together movies. And I, they're not quite, elevated enough to put them on a top list but i think they're certainly good for honorable mentions mm. i think actually 2022 on the whole was quite a good year for horror-esque movies mm. mm-hmm. yeah I yeah had quite and a good for new ideas as well with that. yeah because like, uh, jordan vein. peele's nope as well yeah that's that's good. in my list nope yeah. was good yeah, yeah. he's yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. yeah he's obviously um, free for free now i think so yeah yeah definitely definitely us is questionable it's i think i suffers yeah. from following get out Personally, I think I it think... suffers from not making much sense, but <laughs> I, 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 I do get what you mean, but I do it think that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I do, I, I still think it's an enjoyable film, it's enjoyable, but like it doesn't it, make it's, sense. It's, it's, if we're going to say it's the, it's the least good of the three, yeah, it's yeah. the least good of his three films, but, like... but you're right, Toby. Nope was, nope, <laughs> nope was it. Shut up, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop bringing it down, Ian. Yeah, nope is good. Nope is good. Nope yeah. is good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's good. I also liked uh, Hellraiser, the reboot. Mm. I yeah, that was, that was so good. That, that really so caught me off guard because I thought that was going to be trash. I thought um, it was going to be awful. That's in my yeah. honorable mentions. That was yeah. really good. And I, I don't know if you guys have Messed seen up. Terrifier 2. No, no. not yet. <laughs> it is just it's really it's disgusting and i don't really get i'm not i'm not not, just the worst (laughs) i'm not squeamish in any sense but this made me go on a couple of scenes yeah i probably Um, won't watch this then it it is the most violent vile movie i watched it and i felt it's it's two hours and a bit and you feel exhausted and mm. i felt like i i just need to have a shower and just think about <laughs> something innocent for a while because this was just really depressing <laughs> <laughs> i need a warm hug like chip this and, was just chip Dale, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah i need to oh that would have been such a good palate cleanser but it, it's if you go in expecting uh, a really horrific gory slasher movie it delivers that in spades um, and I guess I was expecting that, but I wasn't expecting the severity of some of the violence. Um, well, I'm not going to watch so, that. <laughs> no, I don't think for you, Ian, it's probably one to watch. I'll think, Chris, I'll, if it's on your radar, I'd give it's it on my radar. I'm, I'm debating it. You know? I'd, I'd be interested. I am glad I saw it. How about I'm, you two do a special where you just talk about that? I was going to say, I'm not in a hurry to watch it necessarily again, but I am glad I watched it. And I think it's worth... Fair enough. It's had a lot of good press, um, and it, it certainly made. It's had a lot of press. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you yeah. press. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard. I've heard. I've heard about. Give me flashbacks. And get me. Flashbacks. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> let's let's go. <laughs> it's a trauma of a film. <laughs> Any more, Toby? Um, I'd say there, there's a lot of films that I'd like to have seen. Um, mm. I think a lot of them are the ones that we've already discussed. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll get on, we'll get onto some we wish we could have seen yeah. at some point. Well, th- then I'll 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 clear the clear the air for you two then to move on to your honourable mentions. <laughs> Ian, you any After any such others? A nightmare. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I've only really got three that I wanted to hit on uh, in honourable mentions because a lot of the films that I saw this year were quite disappointing. Um, but uh, I think uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio is really, really weird and it's not yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Five stars, really weird. Five stars. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fantastic. I think the ending in particular, just a spoiler to anybody, well, Pinocchio is an old thing, so you should know about it. But like in the end, like Pinocchio goes off and like lives his life, but like everyone dies around him. Yeah, it's, and, really like, bleak. it's really bleak and the little Jiminy Cricket's like, and then his dad died, and then I died, and then the monkey died, but it's all fine because he went off to be happy. I was like, Jesus, that's tough. But I think everything else until that point, I had a really like interesting time with it. It's a very unique vision, and I really like Del Toro's like vision of yeah. these sort of like worlds. It was creates. quintessential Del Toro. Yeah, and it's a good time. It's a good yeah. time. If you like Del Toro, just put it on and have a good time with it. The end's yeah. fucking weird, but cool. Um, the uh, other honourable mention I mentioned a moment ago, Werewolf by Night, yep. is like yep. a big honourable mention for me. Go back and listen to our episode on that as well. Yep, exactly. Just go back. I think it's the best Marvel property that came out probably this year. 100%. Uh, and then the other one, I think it would be remiss because I think it probably would be on Simone's list somewhere. Um, or it would definitely be a strong honourable mention for her would be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm. Um, we obviously did the review on it. Um, I don't need to watch this film ever again because it's super depressing um, and it just bummed me out big time after watching it. 
Um, so I'm probably never ever going to watch it again. But it's a good. I still film. haven't seen it. I still haven't. Seen it's it. a good film. You should watch it. I, like it's I, I want to watch soon. it, but it's I, I think streaming. I know. I it's because I know it's so. It's going to be so sad. It's really depressing, and I mean, there's I, some choices they make in it that I don't think were the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not I got sure misty-eyed if... watching the trailer, so I'm I'm yeah, it's tough. nervous. I'm it's nervous tough. about watching it's the movie. It's really tough. Um, and I I think Namor's great in it. Like he's the main thing that's great in that film. I think they make some dodgy choices in terms of the plot and Riri Williams and stuff. But is it a good film? Yes. Is it an honourable mention? Yes, because I don't think it's good enough to get on my my list but again we've mentioned a lot of the ones that i didn't get to see like everything everywhere mm. all at once that's my main one that's on that well got away from me um but yeah they're my honorable mentions uh i have disappointments i have plenty ones of i hated <laughs> what were your what were your uh honorable mentions we've done quite a few but what were yours yeah uh, so I, I obviously we mentioned nope in the menu so i won't go over them too much yeah. um uh, another ones i had that we haven't mentioned is bullet train with Brad Pitt, oh, yeah. Which yeah, 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 I yeah. I enjoyed. It was a good, it was a good fun, yeah, good laugh. It was, no it, was alcohol required. it was better than I it deserved to be. Yeah. I think is the way I would put it. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I think Brad Pitt was great, and everyone else was, and it was entertaining. And you know, just kind of one of those songs, like you say, no, no be required. Um, the other ones I had were Scream Five because I'm a massive fan of the Scream series. I thought it was actually better than I thought it would be again yeah so i enjoyed it and general r.i.p dewey r.i.p dewey spoilers um but yes um <laughs> i mean he was he he lived he well outlived his uh his, his, his day he he should have died yeah. i mean how, how many times has that guy been stabbed or shot really? <laughs> plenty um, just die just die if, i think every movie to date yeah but it's great. Obviously, Scream 6 comes out uh this year i think yep, so i'm looking, looking forward, forward to that. that uh no sydney prescott which is controversial but we'll see yes. what happens there but jen ortega's back which is a plus yes. so you know good news there and then another one which fills the wasn't expecting much but really enjoyed it was ambulance by michael bay um i, with the Jake Jake that was Jake a Jake, I haven't seen that yet that's, jake gyllenhaal and uh oh god what's the actor's name uh oh yeah 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 abdul mateen second um basically hijacker rob a bank and hijack an ambulance with a dying cop and a paramedic inside who um elsa gonzalez from baby driver is the oh, paramedic so okay. um it's just i mean as with any michael gate my michael bay film it is like migraine inducing action like <laughs> constant like sway swaying of the camera constant fast cuts and you know it's after like two hours you're like okay i've got a real headache now but <laughs> in terms that's of what you want in a movie <laughs> in terms of action and michael b you know he has he has his type of films but i think for him this is actually a really good one and kind of shows you that michael b can make good films from time to time he does this from time to time because yeah he did pain and, and gain didn't he yeah and this was one of the ones yeah, where you think actually cool. yeah you've man you've ever the planets have aligned on this one and it's kind of enjoyable and mm. It's it's a, it's a, just a good you know action filler where you know they're trying to get away, and it's 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 full of all the Michael Bay, Bay tropes like you know the one liners and you know all the funny jokes that aren't funny but you laugh anyway you know those kind of things yeah. that you'd see in like Bad Boys and stuff like that. But I I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would when I because when I looked on um, Night TV I was watching it, they gave it four and a half out of five and I was like it's a Michael Bay film there must have been a misprint somewhere. 
here. Um, but no, I would do, I would say it's probably about three, but it's more than I thought it would be when I watched Fair it. Play. So Fair would watch. Nice. Um, good, good, good. good. Very quickly going through films that didn't necessarily live up to our expectations this year. We'll start with what we consider to be the our least favorite or worst film of 2022, which I think we might be unanimous in, but I could be wrong. Um, given how much we spoke about it already in another episode, but no, you're wrong. You're, you're actually wrong. I'm wrong. Okay, yeah, I, for me, I, Ian, go on. Uh, it's Morbius. It's Morbius. Morbius. That is the worst. Film. Morbius is worse than Avatar. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. Interesting. It's I'm so interested. much worse. It's a close it's, run race for me. <laughs> it's so much worse. Like, like I, I appreciate Avatar is my second worst film. Is it? Well, it's maybe up there. Like, if I, we're doing three, it's. I, uh, I'm, it's I'm, 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 Avatar's not quite that low down for me. Um, Morbius is just so bad. It's just really See, I, bad. I've actively avoided Morbius because oh. I knew it was going to be bad from the minute I saw it. Well, that's it. the thing. It's the not disappointing. It it's not disappointing because it's. I knew it was going to be shit. It was blindingly and obvious it was, was going to be bad. so shit. Like, it was so bad. Um, yeah, no, it's terrible. Like, it's not even. So my second, my other, I'm just going to tell you all three of mine to get it to get it done quick. Mine are uh, Morbius, Black Adam, and uh, 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 Avatar. Those yeah. three are the worst films I saw this year. Interesting. Like, okay. I would say Black, Black Adam's in there for me as well. Yeah, but it's yeah. like Black Adam is a film that was like 20 years too late, mm-hmm. and yeah. Morbius is a film that <laughs> M- Morbius is like a film that was 20 years too late that shouldn't have been made then. That's like how bad Morbius is. Like it's so bad. Like it's it's just crap. Like every because there's even like one liners that don't make sense. Like and we see them in the trailer where he's like, "Oh no, that's the other guy." You know, the, this that's the other superhero. Oh, I'm just Doc Morbius, and it's like, mm. what the "Fuck, are you talking about?" Like this is just crap. Like yeah, no, it's yeah. terrible. Genuinely terrible. See, I haven't seen it, nor have I seen Black Adam, so I've spared myself of that pain shit. and misery. <laughs> well, that, that's why I've spared myself of that misery. I'd say my three, if we're going to just go for Yeah, three, go for it. Go for it. I'd, I'd say Halloween Ends. Yeah, right. Fair I play. That was, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I haven't, haven't, haven't seen that one, but I, awful. that's, awful, that's awful. for choice more than anything else. <laughs> Terrible. Well, I like horror movies. And I, I, I like horror movies, movies but I, it, can't, I just can't see how it... It was good. terrible. Well, I, I really like I really like the initial reboot, and then the second one was not as good, no. and then the third one is just a hot turd. Um, and then I... <laughs> steaming on your desk. It's like, ah, oh, who left that there? <laughs> Michael. Oh, it's Michael. <laughs> oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. Oh. And then. After that, I'd actually say Jurassic World Dominion. No, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, awful, that, ca- that awful, gave Simone COVID. Movie. That's how bad that was. <laughs> <laughs> Them pesky dinosaurs. For legal reasons, Jurassic World Dominion did not give Simone COVID. Yeah. <laughs> she was in the cinema when she got COVID seeing that. It was awful. And then the I would finish off with Love and Thunder because I felt that they... Fair play. That's yeah, in my most destroyed a very, very I, good I, potential. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Avatar would be the worst for me, and then uh, Love and Thunder and Multiverse of Madness are in, both in my disappointments. Oh, wow, um, wow. My, as, those were in my biggest disappointments as, rather as than it, worst. As is, uh, no, Love and Thunder are in my disappointments. I wouldn't say yeah. they're my worst. My worst would be Avatar, Morbius, and Black Adam, but with Avatar in that order. Oh, so than, we're the same. We're same, but different. Pretty order. much, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are on my other re- real disappointments. My other disappointment is not because I thought. Not because I anticipate the film being good, but because of what it does to Woody Harrelson as the man from Toronto on Netflix. Oh, um, because <laughs> I love Woody Harrelson, 
And what did they do to him? In it? Basically, it's him. And, it's him and Kevin Hart in a. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I was like, this poor is, old Kevin Hart. I, I I like Kevin Hart for the record. I like Kevin Hart. I mean, oh. his films. I just I know well. what I'm, I know. I know what I'm getting. Go controversial. I know. What, yeah. I know. What, I know what I'm getting from a Kevin Hart film. But yeah, don't true. bring Woody Harrelson into yeah. don't bring Woody Harrelson into all that. You know he's he's, <laughs> he's better, better than this. He's better than this. Um, but that was my only other one. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And yeah. very quickly, uh, anything we didn't get to see that um, well, we I was. Wish we had. I had one last dishonorable mention, if that's okay. okay. Sure. Like I, one that I actually was very disappointed by. So my disappointments were also Love and Thunder and Multiverse because I had high expectations for them. But another disappointment was Glass Onion. That was really disappointing. Well, I thought I didn't. I thought Glass Onion was just criminally overrated. It was I, so boring. Like I, I mean, we we yeah. we went through this. It's not before, as good as the I, first one. No. Well, I I I've got my problems with that, but I really didn't like, I like the first one. Glass Onion. I, I thought it was stupid. One. I also I thought Light Years. Yeah, was... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, two sorry. against one. I get it. I understand. Um, oh yeah, Light Year was really boring as well. Dishonorable mention. Yeah, Light Year. Yeah. It was. I haven't it was seen it. A, it was just a film. It's boring. Yeah, and it, boring. It, disappointment. It it doesn't really add anything to the Toy Story mythos. No. If anything, it overcomplicates it when you really have to sort of put into that, well, this is the movie that inspired the toy line that <laughs> yeah. Toy Story is. Just don't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's, that's fair. It's fair. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's fair. I think that's great. fair. Both, I think both of them are fair to have yeah. disappointments. They're both quite boring as films. Mm. So. Fair enough. Yeah. So, things, yeah. We do, things we didn't get to see. Um, for, everything for me, everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yes. Same. We've mentioned it already. Um, so everything ever all at once. Obviously, we couldn't see the whale, although I would have liked to have seen the whale because I've yeah. heard. We saw some thing. whales. We saw some whales. Um, just not, <laughs> not the, the one. Whales. Just not the ones we wanted to see. Um, obviously, I didn't get to see the Northman, which I've already touched on, which mm-hmm. again is, mm-hmm. uh, is that's on me, that one. Can't do anything mm-hmm. about that. The Black Phone, I never got to see, which I oh, wish I, I had. That. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah, I do want I to see that. that overrated uh i i, I w- yeah i've heard you know mixed things but you know mm. it's it's kind of seems like a concept i could get behind but it's one of those that i understand so could kind of miss it's well, maybe we should do a, a films we missed like summary Special. review yeah. at another point catch up with them. get a yeah a yeah catch up review yeah the only one the only other one this year that i haven't seen and it's through choice of I, I wasn't quite ready with Studio 666, the Foo Fighters film. Oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. I was yeah. really excited for. And then, and obviously, then, the passing yeah. of Taylor Hawkins mean, meant that I wasn't... I'm I, I'm probably something I will get around to soon, but I was not in the right frame of mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wasn't looking for, at it for, you know, it's going to be an amazing film, but I, like, I love time, those yeah. guys and it's Same, a good yeah. time. And, you know, who doesn't like Dave Grohl and company doing their thing, but it's, yeah. it was just then the worst happened and it was just yeah. too too much. I agree. Um, what about you guys? Anything else do you think it's see? Same, actually. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everywhere. I think it's everything. All at once. I think uh, we. I think we all need to go see that and then come back because um, Simone hasn't seen that either. So that's another one she missed. Um, I. A lot of these you've had on your like list. So like the one you mentioned with Colin Farrell. What's it called again? Uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Thank you very much. Yeah, I yeah, need to see that. I need to see the Northman. Um, I'm not really. I don't really care about Black Phone. I kind of. I I read the plot summary for it to see if I would be interested, and I wasn't. So, um, and yeah, that's about it really for me. What about you, Toby? I, exactly the same. I mean, I saw Black Phone. It was so so. 
So there you go. That's a raw review. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> There's um, the official review for the podcast. It was so sad. Well, maybe Ethan, Ethan Hawke was fine. The rest of it was just very. I, good, I've but... I've a lot of time for Ethan Hawke. He's he's a great actor. Me too. I think, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 well, maybe we'll come back. We'll revisit some of these. Maybe start with everything everywhere all at once. We can come back and go. Oh, now these are our thoughts. On and maybe things. I'll actually say it correctly rather than everything, everything, uh, everything, everything. <laughs> um, cool. Well, thanks, guys. I think that's all we have time yeah. for this week. Um, yes. Thank good. you as always time. for joining me. I hope you had a good time. Um, thank you as always to Hudson East for the amazing intro music. We always like to thank Hudson for for that. Um, but most importantly, thank you as always to you wonderful listeners for tuning in. We really appreciate you listening to us every week. Um, we've got some more fun episodes to look forward to in the future. We're going to do some 10 minute talks on The Last of Us, which I'm going to go watch very shortly. Um, <laughs> and we all are. Um, but we're going to have a catch up maybe weekly on, you know, quick chats about what we think of each episode. It sounds very promising so far. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we're going to obviously review Ant Man and the Wasp in a month's time when that comes out. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, let him get through this <laughs> it's my podcast now um, <laughs> and then yeah. and then and then oh, and then we've got our known debate which you know oh. now, now i can't wait to see well just to put uh, again i know <laughs> <laughs> to put me off, it never be put me. Uh, just another very quick thing before we leave. It's just a peek behind the the curtain. We watched Memento the other night for the first time in a while, and the debate that has already started. We had to keep going. No, just save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Okay, just save it for that's the podcast. The first, that's like the first one. <laughs> no, following, following. Oh, following. Sorry. Yeah, yeah come on. No, We're doing two, insomnia. You're, next. you're two in, and you're because <laughs> so much argument happens after <laughs> everything. Just very quiet. In, uh, right. in your household at the moment, it's like we can't talk to each other. Yeah, don't look at me. Don't don't even look at me. Um, well, yeah, no, we'll get there. We'll get live, there. forward to that. Now it'll be a, it'll be a while yet, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> right, this rate, right, yeah. Trust me, trust me. Um, if he's still alive at that point. Um, <laughs> um, don't forget, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Phantom Zone Podcast, and you can listen to our other equally seamless episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for the Phantom Zone. If you could please take a couple of seconds to rate or like the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. That does help us a lot. Um, but for now, thank you again for joining us, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.